0: Welcome to Burning Metal Metal Sessions. We are here. We are excited. I'm excited. I hope you're excited into saying all that because it's going to be a fiery one with many hot takes that people may or may not agree with. And I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. Put in your social medias, the YouTube comments, wherever. I'm excited to hear what you guys believe about this one topic. And it is about being a fan. Toxic, healthy, the middle, what is what is it and how do we become more aware of fans and how can companies start shifting to more positive friendly fans without completely caving into fans. Now, what we're going to talk about here is the negative and positive effects of fans on creators. And I want to say this right now. This is not an indication of someone accusing you of being a bad or good fan. This is just a matter of art versus um pandering, in my opinion. So I'm going to start off with the negative and then end with the positive because that's how I like to do it. Now, for the negative sides, let me start off of an extreme, an extreme, extreme one. In the 90s, there was a singer called Selena. If you know her, you know her. If you don't, you don't. She was essentially this great singer from... A Mexican-American singer, got big in Mexico, got big in America, she was killing it. Now, why bring her up in this conversation? If you know, you know. Someone who led one of her fan groups, um, I don't know her name, Crazy Lady, the Crazy Lady, now, okay, she, I don't know why, I forgot the exact reason why, she was a super fan of this singer, and she killed a singer for some stupid reason that she felt was justified something about love and preserving the memory of selena i don't know some, something crazy the point is it doesn't take a genius to know that's not a good thing right it doesn't take a genius to recognize that kind of fan you don't want those diehard fans and have you ever seen misery you know you know that that's kind of bad too um it's bad but ultimately Fans are the driving force of everything, right? If you make anything online or push anything and you're trying to make something that's engaging and good and pleasant, you need fans. Fans can also be negative. They can justify bad behavior until it gets too out of hand. We've seen it countless times with potentially... I mean, O.J. Simpson, there's been some people saying even if he did kill O.J., so don't judge O.J. on that or actions of like people will still defend r kelly and no matter what he's done and try to point at everyone else who did what he did and are in trouble which in that defense it does make a little sense that some people get away with something that other people do but that's not the point the point is you should condemn everyone and anyone who do something negative bad or hurtful to society and i'm not saying because it's an opinion i'm saying like physically or something bad just in general something you don't do to other people because you have power because we hear this about all the time bosses celebrities um a lot of people just say yes to all these celebrities because of power and there is a case to be made that a celebrity should turn down more people than to say yes to because you don't know the person in front of you. That crazy fan in front of you is enabling their thing. So, yes, are the fan, are the celebrities and creators held how, how their actions? Of course. I'm not saying they shouldn't. But the fact that we have crazy fans, like I said in the beginning, who would kill their celebrity to suit for a good reason in their heads, also fall, become victim, Because of this perception as well. It's a very dangerous cycle of being a fan over not being a fan of something. Right? Everything has to be in perspective of some kind. Being a fan is important. It should be held true. But don't let that corrupt your morals or what you believe in something. I'll be 100% honest here. I, I don't, for a long time I idolized LeBron James. And... I looked up to him because he played the game well, he had social issues. I'm not much of a social issue type of guy, but if you live what you want to happen, right? If you live what you want to happen, if you start creating positive outcomes for the people you're trying to push, um, right? Then you start pushing for things, and they do positive things, right? And I love that about LeBron. He made a school, he helped everyone, in, like, he helps America in a, in a big way by... When he joins a team, he brings in a billion-dollar economy. Apparently, um, not only does he bring in an economy, but he starts helping the people around, and he, and you know, he's always trying to be the best person in his community, and so on and so forth. But a big thing that changed for me with LeBron was simply this: I want to say a year ago, or time periods, whatever. The moment that China was very much um being called out for the inhumane acts, and so on and so forth, um. What is LeBron's response to it? Now, granted, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contextualize why he responded the way he responded and the way he did. And why I don't hold him to a high standard anymore because of that response. And here it is. The NBA players were all in China when that response was said. So whoever published that, I think Dale Moy put that out there in support. That became a, 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 something against China, right? That became something against China. And all the players were in China. Not all the players, but a lot of players were in China, including LeBron James. So, they asked him the question. And I'm paraphrasing his response. Like, I don't remember his actual response. But he started out. This is where where I lose a little bit of respect for it. That his first response. And what I think should... I'll tell you what I think he should have said. His first response was, in a longer response was he's being hurt financially and then he financially safety wise uh, family wise they're put in a situation in another country that they don't really understand because he started out with that it really did, I don't know, it made me think that the LeBron James who helps everyone in America and wants to push everything, and once tweeted, justice anywhere is injustice everywhere, right? This is this is my metric on LeBron James at that t- time and place. So my bigger issue of all that was, he was protecting his pockets more than anything else from that first statement. Because it's my belief when you do it, an interview, there's two ways of doing it. One, your first statement is your controversial statement. And the rest of it's the backup why is your statement in comparison. And um the best thing to say about that is, as a fan. Again, this is not about LeBron James or anything like that. But as a fan, I had a metric. A metric that LeBron James could never live up to, because I believe athletes, content creators, anyone that requires a big group of people to enjoy and like them, cannot truly succeed, monetarily speaking, while being social advocates for everything. You have to turn a blind eye, and that's just me talking about creators and everything, to a lot of things and focus on what you want to fix over everything else now you could be conscious and try to fix it and try not to step on someone else but that's another story but as a fan as me i look up to lebron james in a way i'm like listen i'm not a social advocate but i respect what he does The struggle he represents and trying to fix. He's doing it for everyone. Because that was my perception of him. He's doing it for anyone downtrodden and in hurt. As a fan, it hurt when I saw what he said. Now, LeBron James clearly cannot be a person who fights for everyone and everything. Because he's a business. LeBron James is a brand. Who makes money so he can help others. And in that I respect, as, you know, I'm trying to create content and everything, and that I respect. But uh, just a part of my fan just died in that day. And uh, did that make LeBron James a worse person than he was before? No. He's a human. He's flawed. But that's the point. Us as fans look at these people as, like, gods, perfect creatures, and we can't hold these people up to standards. Even now, as a fan, my toxic side of my fandom, of everything, I think about it, and I'm like, man, if I actually blow up, right, and I get to interview my favorite people, and maybe not even all my favorite people, but, like, I get to meet, I don't know, any celebrity that I may have a strong dislike because of my fandom, right? I have to take that out of that equation if I ever do meet these people, because my fandom isn't my actual personality. My personality is my personality, and I meet people, and I take away all prejudice when I meet people. I try to meet them as at their individual selves over everything else. So my toxic side of me as a fan for anything, for anything and everyone, I have to remove that and remind myself every day, these people are not what the media always portrays them to be good or bad. And I have to be ready for both. But a lot of fans just think that these people are perfect. It's scary. I mean, just think about it. You're someone, like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan does what he does. He used to be a a fighter. Now he's a talk, he's a podcaster slash a ring announcer for UFC. The guy probably has some skeletons in his closet that if any, if they came out, we'd be like, oh no, you know what I'm saying? But they're not terrible. They're just not what we would think of a good person and so on and so forth, I believe all these things from fans, it's not bad to idolize someone for their talent or skill. But we can't let that one blind us from their actual personality and or bad behavior. It's criticizable. And two, we also can't demonize these people because they're not perfect. We have to have a good happy middle for that. As fans, we don't look at it that way, and it hurts our perception of them, and then it, it creates a mess, because once we drop one celebrity, we drop we go to another. We always go to another and another, and then, oh no, this person did this. Oh no, now I have to find a new hero or idol, or someone who is perfect in every way, and no one here is perfect in every way. We all have skeletons, we all have demons, but we all have to fight for a better tomorrow. America's perfect, because we give second, third, fourth chances. I mean, now we give less chances because, well, we're a little bit, we're more hypocritical now in my belief. We're more hypocritical on the past and always want to look at the past with a lens of the present, which we cannot do as well because back then it was different. People we saw back then as noble, we might just see them as not noble as much, but we can always appreciate their talent and their hand in developing certain things. Evolution isn't an important fact. For all of us here. And I'm excited for all of that. If I ever get to be privileged enough to be able to shape anything. Other than just making a sandwich. I don't know man. That'd be kind of privileged. And like you just start feeling better. And not better but you know you just start pushing to do better things with your life. But again not everyone feels that way. Um, Some people act worse. Some people act better. At the end of the day it's all what you do with this. And as fans we cannot encourage Bad behavior, nor can we demonize someone because they're not perfect. I know that sounds very, mm, very hard to say because I didn't give a real response on how to solve it, but there is no real response how to solve it. Keep everything in priority. Understand who they are and potentially the flaws they have. Now, if they're the major flaw that you, you know, your, your moral compass can't support, I can't tell you not to like them. With me, or with anyone else, if they're the major flaw you cannot support them, don't. You know, if they're actively doing this, go against them, sure, publicly. If they're, if it was just a one time thing and you just can't forgive it, don't listen to them, don't mention them, nothing. But us as fans, we wanna focus on bad stuff over everything else. Face it, if I put as, if I put on my title, are fans bad, instead of saying, uh, positive, uh, positive title such as the balance, of, the balance of being a good fan. You're not going to click on that. You're going to click on are fans bad because you're waiting for me to say fans are bad or they're not bad. You're waiting for me to make some weird statement that all fans are great and can never be questioned or fans need to shut up and listen to the creator. That's what you're waiting for. But I'm here to tell you it's neither. It's both. And let's talk about the creator side of this right now, right? The creator side of fans, and I'm only going to bring up like one or two examples on this, but it's rough. Okay, one of my favorite TV shows, it was called Voltron, uh, the Netflix version, like the newest Netflix version, the show was great, perfect, um, almost in every way, and fans almost ruined it by shipping so hard to the point that if um the creators themselves did not make a certain ship happen... I would not give the ships any credit here. Death threats would be thrown at the creators. This and that would be done now. Now, I will talk from a fan point of view and saying, if I feel there's something there, I will say I'm disappointed that didn't happen. But some of these people are insane. Death threats and everything to the creators. And the creators The creators have spoken about the toll they've taken on them and how much less fun it was to do this show because of these death threats and all of these extra things. And they tried their hardest to put in representation for stuff and what happened it wasn't good enough it will never be good enough unless the fans get exactly what they want this one ship because they feel this one ship is the biggest ship that could happen and they need it to happen and they need these characters to kiss they need these characters to have a whole relationship within the show and i don't think that's a necessary thing because if you have seen the show the show itself doesn't revolve around relationships it revolves around action about adventure about Saving Planets. If the show was a romance show, maybe I might agree with you. But this show's about action and adventure. Even the people who aren't a part of the ship and they're just regular ships didn't even really get like a lot of screen time with that. It was just like moments of like, hey, I like you. I like you too. And then that's it, you know? Nothing crazy. So focusing on love in a show about action and adventure doesn't match what the show is trying to do. But fans weren't having it. So overall, don't let fans dictate how you write your story either. Write your story. Write the story you were meant to write and it, trust me, no matter what happens, people will be mad on the internet. That's what people do. Let them be mad, okay? Criticisms will be levied at you. Don't focus on the bad stuff. Try to focus on the good, the constructive stuff. Not the good and the bad, but just the constructive stuff. The stuff that you like, okay, people are picking up what I'm trying to say. This like that. Oh, people aren't picking up what I'm trying to say, so let me do it in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Do that. That was my negative side of it. Now, let us talk about the positive sides of fans. Being a fan of lots of things, I love I love just talking about Star Wars, Dragon Ball Z, right now I'm talking about G Gundam, I'm re-watching the entire series, it's, it's a great series. And as a fan, I love it because it helps me grow into a better person, and it does a lot of things for me, right? But what's happening now with fans, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, and other mediums, like some video games and so on and so forth, they're completely excluding people by saying things like, If you don't like what we're doing, don't buy the game. And when people don't buy the game, you know what the creators start doing? Throwing hissy fits because they're about to lose a job that they set up for a loss anyway. Such as, don't bite the game, but then after the fact, you call every man who doesn't like the sequels misogynist and ignore all the constructive criticisms that the fans are saying. Like, yo, what about this? What about that? What about Luke? What about Ben? What about some training? Yada, 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 right? What about a consistent storyline? I'm sorry, but the sequel trilogy does not have a consistent storyline storyline. storyline. In fact, The Force Awakens started with mysteries. The Last Jedi killed all the mystery, and the rise against rise of the skywalker didn't really have anything to do except potentially kill a bad guy that they just introduced in that movie palpatine came back randomly conclusions that we weren't like molding over for two movies just maybe a, maybe for 20 minutes we were molding over whether the mystery itself would be solved my bigger point here stands with fans follow what you say and do so if you're telling me you're writing a story about star wars There's expectation in this story that it must fit a Star Wars story. If you don't hit that Star Wars story, then are you really making a Star Wars story? You can invest things all the time. But that takes good writing. And that takes understanding the franchise as a whole. Listen, it got to the point where... What's-His-Face Ryan Johnson had a trilogy set coming off The Last Jedi. He was going to get a trilogy that was supposed to be in another universe with another force power named something entirely different. And it was still going to be called Star Wars, but with a different force power, with a different universe, and different weapons, different characters, different story entirely. Ryan Johnson was taking Star Wars and taking it to a whole nother planet. In fact, it's like saying, I'm making a Dragon Ball Z spinoff, but instead of Key, we're making chakra and in this universe the people aren't super powerful and can't fly you know what they do they're ninjas we're making a spin-off of giant Ball z in an naruto story that's what was happening and he didn't like criticism so he kept on attacking the fans attacking the fans attacking the fans for basic constructive criticism. Yes, I'm sure he got a bunch of death threats and I'm sure he got a bunch of other things. But on some of the most constructive criticisms he gave the meanest he gave the meanest responses I've seen. Like, oh, I love your tears. I drink them up all the time. When it's just common responses. Most recently in the, uh, in the world of business, Luke Skywalker just came back. So everyone's really excited to see Luke and Baby Yoda's adventure. What was Loft in the Shuffle? The new High Republic. Why? It's not that interesting right now. It's brand new. Um, bad marketing um the stories aren't star wars related either and in my opinion this is just one my opinion you set yourself up for failure because you put yourself in a time period where there was no sith and all you had with the jedi at the height of the powers you might see lightsabers you might see dark force powers but there's no sith there's no common enemy to like for people to attach themselves to that we all can potentially like and it's it's rough it's a hard story to tell. Plus you're not you're making a sequel. You're doing the same thing you did with the sequels. You kinda just are putting characters in the leads that people may or may not be feeling. Like I think of it like this. Shows and movies in set in the universe need to feel like something in the past or the pre- or the future. In Star Wars, it's both, potentially. I mean, but like this, the reason why Kylo Ren got off so well, was because he was a mixed, he was Revan. He was Revan. I'm sorry to tell you. They took his whole aesthetic, his whole moodiness, his whole switch of light and dark from Revan. Okay? He was good, then he was bad, and then he was good again. And beat the evil Sith Lord. My point being is, his aesthetic worked because there was another aesthetic that was proven, and they just stuck it onto him now if we consider everything the high republic is new so i'm not saying it's bad all the way that's the stuff i've read i haven't been a fan of because it doesn't really it's not my it's not my version of Star Wars. i enjoy the most it's it's okay you know at best i'm not i'm not a fan as much but read it if you want i'm not saying don't read i'm just saying i'm not a fan of it myself that being said, if I don't read it, don't come going on Twitter saying, for those of you who didn't buy it, don't don't come knocking on my door, blaming me for your failures, right? I don't want to see a creator saying, yeah, because you didn't buy my stuff, now my messaging of what I wanted to say would never reach the masses because the original Star fans didn't help. Then give something the original Star fans want. Give them something that they can read into. Give them something that works for them. Not expect everyone to read it because it said Star Wars on the front. That doesn't work anymore. The last Jedi killed whatever credibility was left. The last Jedi did that. Now you have to write good stories and prove you are a good writer. This is the part where you come in with your talent. And if it doesn't work, change up the story. That's all I can tell you. Fans are the lifeblood of every franchise. Like I said, negatively but also positively all the positive press that you get comes from your fans the best kind of word of mouth is that excited fan who loves your stuff and will talk to all his friends i do that all the time i play assassin's creed valhalla I'm not a big Assassin's Creed fan anymore because their story is dead, but Valhalla is such a great game that they killed the story, but at this point, the story doesn't matter. The gameplay is magnificent. So when I talk to a friend, I tell them I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you should play it, yada yada yada. That's what fans do for your franchise. You don't pay for that. In fact, I paid for the game, I'm spending 100 hours on the game, and guess what? I'm telling my friends to try to spend $100 on that game as well. And that's what you want from fans. The positivity of fans is they push your material to places that you thought you could never reach. And I think overall, that's the best way to push. I'm not saying you can't do it any other way. I'm not saying that you have to be 100% like, 100% listening to the fans, like, in the, because in the toxic spots, I told you why, but understand that fans are the reason why you write and not have a job. Yes, you are employed by Disney Lucasfilms, but the fans are what tells you what works and what doesn't work. As the, as creators, you have to listen to people who listen to your stuff, and if it's not working, you have to change everything up. I have changed up this, I jammed up so much of my shows so much that, It's to try to attract more and more people all the time. And I think think it'll work. Maybe not right now, but you know what? Hey, I'm not going to argue right now. I mean, I don't get that many views, but I think once I get there and I have my system and I know what happens and I know my fans well... I'll be able to move it easier, all right? But until that time, I'm doing what I do the best I can. But on big on big franchises, you got to think of it as if you join up with Star Wars, if you join up with Marvel, if you join up with DC, expectations are placed upon your writing to match what was previously done before, or at least the last great story of said characters or franchise you're in. You cannot just come in thinking you can create, recreate the wheel Because the wheel was never broken. By recreating the wheel, you've broken the wheel. That's the issue creators have nowadays. You just can't come into a franchise thinking you'll recreate the wheel. It's there. Use the wheel that's already there. Fans love this for a reason. They have spent years of buying merchandise. Of talking about it with their friends. For years. For a reason. Respect the fans because they respect you as just as much. They will buy your stuff even if it's bad if you respect them. I respect G You know why? I like his I like his style, I like the passion he does with music. I'm not a giant fan of his music though, but I will play even the bad songs. Because he is, in fact, a fun guy to listen to and a good artist. So I enjoy his stuff because of his personality, because of his media presence, and because of a lot of not just his music. And as a fan of him and the baby, and there's a couple other artists I that like i love bad bunny i don't love all bad bunny's music but the way he moves the way he does things he's essentially me just living a different life in in my mind right i'm just like i would love to be bad bunny i would love to make music i'd love to be in wwe wrestling some of my favorite being in the in the room for some of my favorite wrestlers and doing everything he does with like 90s i love 90s nostalgia it's perfect. Um yeah, but like it's just beautiful. So understand fans are not your your enemy they're there to help you stay on track because trust me if you're writing something you'll forget details and the fans will always remember the details you forgot and maybe you know tips and tricks are never bad don't be the kind of creator that says don't buy my stuff or it's your fault even though i didn't make it for you don't be those guys the fans are just there to entertain and have fun and be entertained by something like whatever message you put out there's a the fan for you but don't think you'll always achieve the pinnacle of success with every message you put out because sometimes the fans change Sometimes your fans grow into other people. Sometimes you have to go with your fans. It's it's a it's a rough thing, I know. But at the end of the day, understand fans are not the enemy. They're just trying to make sure the product stays good in their own way. Think of it as quality control. You have, obviously, your editors and everyone that you have to answer to, but then your fans are just as important as those people because they're the ones who are going to ultimately say if your product's bad or your product's good, and then so forth. Right now, being a fan is really rough. You're either winning or you're losing. There is no in-between right now. There is no constructive criticism, which is the bad part of media right now. Media refuses to try to create peace and balance because it doesn't encourage people to be good. It encourages us to be negative, overblown. Even I've done it, but like, if, if, go on Twitter and try to say, Guys, I think we should be more balanced, we should be honest and positive. No response will go to you. But the guy who says your stuff is trash and doesn't belong anywhere near my stuff is the one that creators respond to. That's what I'm trying to say. And they respond to it just toxic, as toxic. And if they do respond, generally now, to the criticisms that are positive, they respond just as toxic as it was the toxic ones. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear people express their opinions, even though the people are the ones giving the money. It's crazy, but they're giving the money, the power. We're handing you the power so that you can enjoy this product. So that so we can enjoy this product, and you can enjoy the benefits of us enjoying. It. At the end of the day, guys, like fans are not always bad. There's a the toxic side of it. And we went over it already, but at the end of the day, as a creator, I have to be able to take your criticisms into account and understand, is it meant for me? Is it toxic or is it not? If it's toxic, listen, my my whole criteria is right now I'm holding to it and we'll see how long I can hold to it. Is negative stuff that just mean for no reason, I'm going to know it, right? Block those people, ignore it cut them out never mention those kind of people because it doesn't produce anything good if you have a point make your point in a way that i can respond positively back or at least make a good point back to you at the very least make a point don't just say something mean to be a a, a, mean, a mean person. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't need this kind of back and forth. We just need to be positive in our everyday life. Because I'm a, I'm pretty negative. Don't get me wrong. With my friends, I'll say a lot of dog jokes. I would say everything. But when it comes to creation, we need to not just bring negativity but positivity. And both of those create a beautifully dog story. And trust me, when I say I'm a fan and I'm starting to become a creator, I have not had a fan reaction yet. But I understand where the fans come from and I understand where creators come from. So just let let this be a I guess my PSA to fans and the creators. I don't know. I'm gonna try to. I'm hoping I don't have to. I'm hoping I don't have to buy a clickbait title to get people to watch this. But as fans, I respect every as a fan. I respect every creator who goes out there and busts a butt to make the best product for the fans. And as a creator, I understand it's never easy to do it because you're always in your own head trying to see what is better and next. And sometimes you even want to keep on making something. But it makes money, and you want to make money. And there's a lot of things to be said about that. But, you know, guys, I thank anyone who listened to me all this time. You know, stay metal. The Forges are always hot in in this podcast, so changes are coming. I have some announcements for the future coming soon. I have two more podcasts coming out. talked about one, but there's another one that I may have not talked about. And stay metal.